Reb Tarfin says a mamzer could be mitaher his children. If a person's a mamzer, his dairis are gone. All of his dairis are never going to be able to marry into Klaiso. Reb Tarfin says, I have an eitzah for you. We, the Raman passing like this, Reb Tarfin. Reb Tarfin has an eitzah for a mamzer. What's the eitzah? Keitzah. Mamzer shenasa shivcha. If a mamzer marries a shivcha, so we said in the Mishnah before, Havlad Evet, the Vlad is considered an Evet. So if a mamzer is not to marry anybody else, but if he marries a shivcha, then the child is an Evet. What happens? Shechurai, if the master frees the Evet, the child, Nimtza Ben, Ben Chayyun, then the child is a Ben Chayyun. So he's a regular Yisrael. So here you go. You could have a mamzer that could have children. That could be regularly Yidin. Why? He marries a Shivcha. The children are Avadim. They're not Mamzerim. They're Avadim. And a Mela, when the master frees them, they're regular B'nei Chayyun. These are Tarfin's patent. How to get let Mamzerim free. A Mayurdika, Mayurdika Eitzah. They once tried to do this Eitzah. When they used to have Avadim in the south, they once tried to do this Eitzah for Mamzerim to let a Mamzer marry a Shivcha. And then the children would be Avadim and you could free them. Eitzah. Rabbi Eliezer, I mean, no, it's not going to work. Hareza Evan Mamzer. Rabbi Eliezer says the whole thing is Mufrach Meikari, it's going to be an Evan, and it's going to be a Mamzer. You can't do it. But Rabbi Tarifin holds you could, and we pass like Rabbi Tarifin. Now, according to Rabbi Tarifin, could you do a Lechatchila, or is it only if a guy wants to do an Isser? Is an Evan, is a Mamzer, a Latimer, a Shifcha? A regular Yid is not a Latimer, a Shifcha. He's a mamzer, a lot of marry shivcha. He wants to be mitar his children. Is he allowed to go and marry a shivcha lechatchila? Why would he be allowed to? So the svar would be that maybe a shivcha is only now allowed to marry a regular yid. If a person's a mamzer and he's not allowed to marry anybody else, so it could be when the Torah says you're not allowed to marry a shivcha, it wasn't talking about a mamzer. So when Abtarfin gives this Eitzah, does he mean that if they call you up on the phone and they ask you, Rabbi, can I marry a shivcha, will you say yes? Or will you say, no, you can't, but listen, I'm not going to stop you. And if, so is a mamzer allowed to do it, lechatchila, or not? That's the Gemara Shiloh. Is he saying you can mamish do a lechatchila, or is it only be the other? This is the Shiloh, according to Abtarfin. Tashima, Amru Loyler Abtarfin, they told you Abtarfin, Tihartes Hascharim, Veloy Tihartes in a Kavis. They told Reb Tarfin, you have a good Eitzah for a Mamzer. What about a Mamzeres? A Mamzeres, according to Reb Tarfin, has no Eitzah because she marries an Eved. The children are still going to be Mamzer. Right? The children always go after the mother. When you're talking with Avadim, the children always, at Shifchas, the children always go after the mother. So this Eitzah only works for a Mamzer, not a Mamzeres. So they told Reb Tarfin, you have a very good Eitzah, but it only works for Ischarim, not for the Kavis. So the Gemara, it's really a, the Gemara to have me that, that the reason why the, these, it's, it's easier for a Zohar, in a, I, I, I jumped to the Territ, but the Gemara's have me was that it's easier for a Zohar, will go to a place that nobody knows him, I'll say he's an Evet, and I'll marry a Shivcha. But a woman, it's not a derech for a woman to go outside and say she's a Shivcha. It's not a derech. Women stay home. Women don't go prancing around. They stay home. So the chayr for a woman, that's the Gemara thought the Hadmina was. The Gemara thought the reason why it works for a Mamzer and not for a Mamzeres because it's not Mistaver that a woman's going to go out to the south and try to marry an Evet. That's the Gemara thought, the reason what they meant to Reb So you see clearly that, the you see it's only... 
Bidiyavet, it's not Lachatchila. That's what the Chomer asking of Tarifet. If it's only Bidiyavet, it makes sense that a Mamzer would do it. It doesn't make sense, a Mamzerus would do it. That's the Gemara thought they were asking on Tarifet. So the Gemara, no, it wasn't their Shaila. Evet ain't Lechayas. The Vard is, that what they were asking him is, that for, an, for a Mamzer to marry a Shivcha, it's a good Eitzah. For a Mamzeres to marry an Evet, it's not going to make a difference because the child is still going to go after the mother. So Melo, the Yichachom, Tolot it's a very nice Eitzah for a Mamzer. It is not going to work for a Mamzeres. But because the Gemara is not Paishit, is it Lechatchila? Could a Mamzer go Lechatchila and marry a Shivcha? Or is it only Bidi Evet? Samach Tes Amad Aleph, five lines down from the wide lines. Tashimat, today's shear is sponsored by our partners, Achaydesh, sponsored by Abdavid Malinowitz, Lili Nishmas, Rav Chaim Zev, Ben Rav Avram Arna Levi, and a Lili Nishmas, Chaim Alazar, Ben Shimon and our partners, Hashir, is an anonymous sponsor, sponsored in this chos that the captives should return home safe and sound. Bikarev, ayay naisei es naisav eitzchayim ilavachzikim ba v'saim chayha meusha Yehuda. What's your problem today? You have too much to drink. No, I share with an aleph and I share with an ayin. Bezer Hashem tar parnas hashir. It should be a schos that the captives should return home. Bezer Hashem safe and sound. Matir asurim and to our parnas hachaydesh. And to his Mishpacha Bezer Hashem, and to all the Parnasia Chaydish and the Parnasia Shir, and to their Mishpacha, Lo'ayech Yamim Toivim, Amen. Amen. Rabbis, let's go with a Gishmak. Good morning, Abelio Alevi. Let's go with a Gishmak. We are learning a Meir Dikidin. That, who's on? Someone's on. I'm hearing myself. We are learning a Meir Dikidin. That if a mamzer wants to be mitaher, the eitzah is, he should marry a shifcha, and then the children will be avadim, and then they could free the children, and then the children are b'nei chayrin, and you have a kasher yid. This was your tarfin's eitzah, and the Gemara was clearing if it's mutter to do it l'chatchila. Is a mamzer allowed to marry an eved l'chatchila, or is it only bidi eved? That was the question. And we are holding by Tashima, the Gemara is going to be Uriah. If a Mamzer is allowed to marry an Evid, a regular Yid is not allowed to, is a Mamzer allowed to marry an Evid? Tashima. A Shifcha, I apologize. A Shifcha. Shkayach Eb Yitzchak Zev, first bell. Dosh Bezichne, the Rab Simloi, Mamzer Hava. The host of Rab Simloi was a Mamzer. The Tamid Chacham in those days used to travel to Yeshiva, there was no dorm, so they would stay by people. And Amela, his Ushpizichne was a Mamzer. He told him, If you would have came earlier, meaning if I would have chapped Arayin before you shtelled Aveka family, I would have been able to be Mitar your children. I would have given you an Eitzah to do Reb Tarfan's Eitzah, to Mitar your children. So what would be the Eitzah? If you want to tell me it's Motel Lechatchila to do Reb Tarfan's Eitzah, then he had a good Eitzah. He told him, If you would have I would have been able to have an Eitzah for you. But if it's only the Eved, my new, but my new, what's the Eitzah? If it's only the Eved, there's no Eitzah. What are you giving him an Eitzah? Should you do something that's usher? If a mom says, not to marry an Eved, there's not an Eitzah. So what exact, what kind of Eitzah would Reb Simloi have given his host? So I have an Eitzah that he could have given him. Why? 
he could have given him an eighth of Amalei, Zeal, Genoiv, go steal, the Isdabin Bevadivri, and you'll be sold as an Evadivri. And then an Evadivri is allowed to marry Shivcha. So steal, and you'll be sold as an Evadivri. Now Rashi asks, that's not an eighth, so you're not allowed to steal. Like M. Nachum says, speaking by someone that does locks, you know you're not allowed to steal. That's the job. So I said to steal. So Frank the Gemara, so that's Rashi's cash. But Rashi says the Gemara anyway fell off of it. But really, it's a Pella, how could he steal? But anyway, that's what he said. I would, the Gemara's tarots would be that he would steal. Fatima, the whole thing doesn't make sense. Is there an Evadivri in the generation of Epsimloi? Evadivri is only Naik when Yoival is Naik. By the time of Epsimloi, there was no Yoival anymore. So, how is it possible to have an Evadivri and to have a uh, and to have a it to buy him some lawyer. There wouldn't have been an Eitzah anyway. So obviously he told him to just marry a Mamzer. He would have told him to marry a Mamzer. El Alav, Shmamina, Reb Tarfin, Lechatchila Kamar, Shmamina. You see that Reb Tarfin's Eitzah is Mamish Lechatchila, Shmamina, Om Reb Yehuda, Mashmuel, Halacha Kev Tarfin. So Halacha Lemaisa, there's an Eitzah for a Mamzer to be Metaher, his children. Like a Mashiamta pointed out yesterday, they're not really his children. They're fake children, but Lamaisa, he gets nachas from them and he pays their tuition. So for all practical purposes, it's considered children. And a mela, a mamzer has an eitzah to have kosher kindalach. We pass like this if he marries a shivcha. Rabbi Eliezer disagrees. Rabbi Eliezer, I raise heaven. Mamzer, Rabbi Eliezer says this. He's not. It doesn't work if a if a if a mamzer marries a shivcha, the child will not be an eved. The child will be an Eved Mamzer. That's what he says. Amr Abelazar, my time of the Rabbi Eliezer, there is Rabbi Lazar ben Padas, who was an Amaira. He is asking, what's the shot in Rabbi Eliezer, who was a Tana, just not to get confused. So Rabbi Lazar explains shot in Rabbi Eliezer to Amr Crow, why, if a Mamzer marries a Shivcha, why is the child a Eved Mamzer? Because the Pasuk says, Loi. Halech Achab Sule is a Pasuk by Mamzer, and the Pasuk says, Gam Dora Siri Loyovoi Loy. The Pasuk uses the word Loy, which tells you that you always go after the Psal. If there's a Mamzer involved over here, you always go after the Psal, and the child is always a Mamzer. So therefore, that's our Beliezer holds. It will not help you to marry a Shivcha because the child will still be a Mamzer. That is the second bell for Erev Shabbos, Kedesh, Chodesh, Hei Cheshvan, Tavshin, Peidalad. We are halfway through the first line of the month. And today's, the schus of today's Limad HaTayrah is, uh, is by Reb David Malinowitz, Le'ilei Nishmas, the, um, uh, the, uh, his whole list of names over here. We're going to mention his father, Reb Chaim Zeb Alevi, and our Parnas Hashir, Sponsored in this chos that the captives should come home safely. And you have to believe that the limud hatayra is stronger than those chevra standing with the machine guns. That's what you have to believe. And if you would believe it, you would wake up at 6.27 in the morning, even though it's Friday, because like we said, in the army, if you are not up by 6.26, they take a big machine gun and bang you over the head, and you wake up. So, Rabbi, what do you say, Yehuda? Yeah, no, there they do worse. They don't just bang you over the head. Well, it doesn't work. So, so you see, Loi, 
Halech achar psuloi. The pasuk says, Loi You see from here that if a mamzer marries an, a shifcha, the child will be a mamzer. So therefore, it's not an eight, so we don't pass like a b'liezer. That's a b'liezer shita. V'rabanan ha'hubi Yisrael shenasa mamzeres. That pasuk is talking about a regular Yisrael that married a mamzeres. Meaning, if a mamzer marries a shifcha, the child's an evet. Even though it says loy. Loy is talking about a case where a Yisrael married a mamzeres. Why? What's this far? You would think, the Pasuk says, and therefore the halacha should be that it should be a kosher Yisrael. You should go after the father. Loi comes along and is mighty him from being a Yisrael and makes him into a mamzer. So you need Loi for a case where the father is a kosher yid. That's what you need Loi for. But in a chanami, if a mamzer marries a shivcha, the child is an evet. For Abeliezer, what? Why doesn't Abeliezer use it for that case? Even though the pasuk says which means that the child goes after the father, generally speaking, The word loy comes along and is mafkiyayit and makes him into a mamzer hachanami by a case of an eved that marries by a case of a mamzer. I'm sorry, that marries a shivcha. Even though there's exerus akasav that the children go after the mother, like we said previously, is that loy is it, and therefore the halacha is the child is a mamzer; he is not an evet. Any time you have a child, a fetus. In the stomach of a shivcha kananis, it has a status of b'mei behema, which means it has a status of an eved. So therefore, halacha lemaise, according to Reb Tarfin, we pass like Reb Tarfin, a mamzer is allowed to marry a shivcha. If a mamzer marries a shivcha, his children will be avadim. If you free them, the children will be b'nei chayrin. And this is an eitzah for a mamzer to be mitayr. If someone's going to ask you on a test. Halacha lemaisa, could a mamzer be mitayr? The answer is yes. If someone asks you on a test, could a mamzer marry an eved? The answer is tamachlaikis. Lamaskana, he could, but it's a tamachlaikis. And uh, actually, no. It's not a tamachlaikis if he could. Everybody agrees he could. Even Rabbi Eliezer, l'chaira, l'chaira, agrees that a mamzer can marry a shivcha. He grada holds that if he marries a shivcha, the child will still be a mamzer. But halacha lemaisa, they both agree that a mamzer can marry a shivcha. We should be Hashem be zeichet to finish and to know many, many more prakim bavli Yushalmi Tesefta Sifra Sifri Rambam in Yerushalayim Avinuya. Amen. Rabbi Yisai, we begin the last parak of Kedushin with a Gishmak with two weeks to go to our Siyam Bezer Hashem Sunday Chaf Aleph Cheshvan Bezer Hashem, Tavshin, Peydalid, November 5th, Lemis Baram. Rabbi Sai, stay tuned. Bezer Hashem, the Siyam's coming up. If you want to be Mishtat, in Eretz Yisrael, Bezer Hashem, Mishlaim, Avnuya. If you want to be Mishtatif, speak to Rebbe Pinchas Aryeh, Rebbe Siyam, Ben Amayshe, to be Mishtatif to our Choshiva, upscale Siyam, Bezer Hashem. So, it's for women, men, children, it is for the entire family, due to our tremendous milestone, 
that we finished Kedushin. We're going to be giving out Chosh of a gift. So somebody asked me, it's not fear. A guy was here from Yavamas, and now he went back to Chazring Brachas, but a guy just came for Gittin and Kedushin, and, they, and the guy that came gets the gift. You know? Whoever is here at the end of Kedushin will Bezer Hashem get the gift, will be invited to see him, and whoever is not here is not invited. We're only inviting Chavra that our members, active members of the Shir, are invited to our Chosh Vesim. We are not making a global event. No, no, you can have Aitzim, you can have Aitzim. As long as you're an active member, you can come. Zog de Heilige Mishneh, Asara Yuchsim, Alumi Bavel. Ten kinds of Yichos came up from Bavel. Ten kinds of Yidin. You think there's a million different kinds of Yidin? The Gemara lists ten kinds of Yidin that came up from Bavel. Let's go. Peonese one, Levi, Yisraeli, we have them in this year. Chalali, we don't have any, hopefully. Geiri, Chalol. Ager, Vicharuri, that's an Eved that was freed. He's called a uh, Charuri. Mamzeri, a Mamzer. Nisini, those are the Nisinim, which is the But they are the Nisinim that came in the days of Yeshua. Shtuki ve'asufi. We're going to see in a minute what Shtuki and Asufi is. But these are ten different kinds of Yuchsim that came up from Bavo. It does not say Gvirim, Rosh Hashivas. It doesn't say that. I guess that's not considered Yichus. I don't know. The Gemara doesn't list that as one of the Tasari Yuchsim. Kayani, Levivi, Yisraeli, Mutar, and Levizabazah. Kayan, Levi, Yisrael, allowed to marry each other. They're allowed to marry each other. Levi, Yisraeli, Chaloli, Geri, Vecharuri, Mutar, and Levizabazah. A Levi, Yisrael, and a Chalol, Ger, and a Shivcha, Charufa. Are allowed to marry each other. A Levi is allowed to marry a Ger. A Kayan's not. Geri, Vecharuri, Mamzeri, Unisini, Shtuki, Vasufi, Kulo, Mutar, and Levizabazah. This is an interesting din, which you mentioned once briefly, that a Ger is allowed to marry a Mamzer. Or an Asad. It's Machlaikis Tadaim, but this mission is going that he's allowed to. So a Ger and a Evan Mishukhar is allowed to marry a Mamzer, an Asin, a Shtuki, and an Asufi. We'll see in a minute what Shtuki and Asufi is. Yeah, they're soft. The last Gemara didn't mention this as an Eitzah. Well, it's not going to help you. The child will still, yeah, still be a Mamzer, yes. The child will still be a Mamzer. This will not be an Eitzah, but it's Mutter. That's all. It's Mutter, but it's not an Eitzah to solve the, the, uh, mamze, the children Mamzer crisis. Ve'elohim, shtuki, what's a shtuki? Koshu makar esimai, he knows who his mother is. Ve'elohim makar esav, he doesn't know who his father is. Because he's a Suffolk mamzer. He doesn't know who his father is, or he's a Suffolk anybody. You don't know what his matzav is. He's called a shtuki, we don't know what his situation is. Asufi, what's an asufi? Koshu nesaf min ashok, anybody that was gathered in from the shok, you found him on a street corner. Ve'elohim makar esav, he doesn't know his father, he doesn't know his mother. He is also a Suffolk puzzle. So these Suffolk psulim are not allowed to marry a regular yid, but they are allowed to marry a ger. Abishol called a shtuki a beduki. We'll see what that means. The Gemara is going to discuss it. But Abishol called a shtuki a beduki. So, sir, the din of the Mishnah is a Kai and Levi Yisrael is allowed to marry each other. A Levi and Yisrael are allowed to marry a ger. And a ger is allowed to marry a mamzer. These are the dinim of the Mishnah. Zayat Gemara. It says ten yuchsin came up from Bavel. My area the tani alumi Bavel. Why does it say alumi Bavel? Nisni hochol Eretz Yisrael. It should say ten yuchsin came. Alumi Bavel means when Klal Yisrael was in Galus after the first base of Mikdash and they came up to build the second base of Mikdash. So ten yuchsin came up from Bavel. Why do you say alumi Bavel? It should say hochol Eretz Yisrael. 
Milsag Avorche Kamashmo, and the Mishnah is coming to tell you a Chiddush. Kitanya the Brisa says the Kam Tov Yelisa Lamokim Ashiyev Chashem Alekecha Melamei Chebeis Hamikdash Gavoya Mikol Aratz Mikol Aritz Yisrael. The Beis Hamikdash is the highest point in Eretz Yisrael, even though nowadays it doesn't seem like that. The reason why it doesn't seem like that is because Yushalayim was destroyed so many times, so there's so much rubble under it. That's why you go down to the Kaisal. It used to be you went up to the Kaisal. Now you go down. To the Kaisel, but the base of Mikdash is higher than Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael, Gavayim, Mikal Aratzis, and Eretz Yisrael is higher than the entire world, which is a little bit of a challenging concept. If the world is round, how could Eretz Yisrael be higher than the rest of the world? What do you mean higher? The world is round, so where exactly is it higher? So it's so this. Yeah, but so I guess either is that true? Lamaisa Mount Everest is the higher, higher in sea level than Eretz Yisrael. So it's a Shaila. The Chassam Seifer says, the Vard is, that whichever, wa- what's the top of the globe? That means the, the focus of the world is on the top of the globe. So basically, wherever you are in the globe, Eretz Yisrael is the focus. So Eretz Yisrael is a Gavaya Mikala Ratzis. That's what Chassam Seifer says. Pashim Shad is, it's higher, but it's a little funny, because, huh? We could do that too. But our Gavari, the Chazal say, Eretz Yisrael is Gavaya Mikala Ratzis. The Pasuk says you go up to the Beis HaMikdash, you see that the Beis HaMikdash is Gavaya Mikal Eretz Yisrael. El Eretz Yisrael Gavaya Mikal Eretz Yisrael. Hadin Eretz Yisrael is higher than all Eretz Yisrael. L'chein hini yambam nama Hashem lo'yemer ha'it chay Hashem. There's a Pasuk that's referring to what's going to happen today. We're not going to say anymore that the Rabbanu took us out of Mitzrayim. He brought Kala Yisrael from the north. From America, he brought Kala Yisrael. We're going to say, when Mashiach comes today, we are going to say that the Rabbanu took us up. What does he mean, up? Yisrael is higher then the United States and all other countries. My area, Titani Alu Mi Bavel, listen to Alu Laretz Yisrael. So you're right, that's why it says Alu. But why did it say Alu Mi Bavel? It should say they went up to Eretz Yisrael. Why did it say Alu Mi Bavel? Misaya Lele Abelazar, Da'amir Abelazar, Lai Alu Ezra Mi Bavel, Ad Shehasa Kisayles Nikia Va'ala. Very, very interesting din. All over Shas. Eretz Yisrael is the most hush of a place to live. Everybody wants to live in Eretz Yisrael. There is one area that Eretz Yisrael is not the best place to live, and that is regarding Yuchsim. A very interesting thing, and it's a Gemara in Kedushin. The Gemara says that in Bavel, it, 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 usually in the world, people are famished. We don't know who's kosher, we don't know who's puzzle. But when Ezra, when Ezra left Bavel to go up to Eretz Yisrael, he wanted to make sure that Bavel is going to be able to continue to exist. So he took all the psulim from Bavel and he brought them up with him to Eretz Yisrael. So all the Yidin are coming up to Bolivis and Mikdash and together with the Yidin came all the psulim. The reason why Ezra did that is because he knew if he's going to leave Bavel, he's not going to be anybody else in charge. So nobody else is going to be able to know who's possible, who's kosher. So mainly he took all the psulim. So Bikitsa, the Gemara says as follows. Ezra didn't leave Bavel until he made Bavel clean. Like Silas Nakia. He took out all the psulim from Kla Yisrael and he brought them up so Bikitzer, what are you? That's why it says Alumi Bavel. The peak, the height of the world when it comes to Kshayim, at least at that time, was Bavel. Eretz Yisrael was second, and then the rest of the world. So the guy went to Bavel. Bavel was considered the peak for Yuchsim. A very, very interesting concept. 
and Ezra was Misadere, and that's why it says Alumi Bavel, to tell you that he brought all the Psulim out of Bavel. Itmar. What does it mean he brought them? How did he get them to go? Abaya said he didn't force, we took them at gunpoint and forced them to go to Eretz Israel. He said no. You know what he did? He separated the Psulim. He announced, this guy's apostle. So Mel, he had no reason, the guy had no reason to stay in Bavel anymore. So Mel, he came when Ezra was going up. He came up with Ezra to Eretz Israel. So all of Mealem, the Psulim came up on their own. That's Abaya's Shita. For Rav Amar, Helam Tanan. Rav says no. They didn't come on their own. He forced them to come up. He pushed forced them to come up. Very interesting. Then that's what says. He wanted to make sure Bavel was clean. He forced them to come up. They come if They disagree with Abelazar's din. Ezra made Bavel clean before he came up. The Gemara is assuming Abaya last lady Abelazar. Abaya holds if Ezra didn't force them to come up, so he didn't necessarily clean out Bavel. They didn't have to come up. They happened to have came up, but they didn't have to, he didn't force them to, so Abayah does not hold like Abelazah that Ezra cleaned up Bavel before he came up to Eretz Yisrael. Rava is like Abelazah, Rava does hold of Abelazah, and Amela he holds that, he, that they forced them to come up to be able to clean out Bavel. This is one way to explain the Machlaikas, did Ezra fall, force the Psulim to come up? According to Rava, yes. According to Abaya, they just came up on their own. But the facts are, Bavel was clean, just as it didn't do it directly, according to Abaya. He did it indirectly. Everybody holds of Abelazar. How did Ezra do it? Ezra got everybody to come up. How did he do it? He said, he separated them. And they came up. On their own, meaning he announced that this guy's apostle. So merely he had no reason to stick around anymore. And merely came to Israel. And the other sheet holds no. He forced them to go up. So did they come up on their own, or did he force them to come up? So the Gemara explains. According to the sheet that he separated them and they came up on their own. Call Aratzis Isa All lands are considered Isa. Isa means a suffolk. And if you take a woman from a different land, from a regular country, she is considered a suffolk in comparison to Eretz Yisrael. At the level of Yichos in Eretz Yisrael was much greater than the level of Yichos in other countries. So Kol Aratzis Isa Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael Isa Lavavel. Eretz Yisrael is on a lower madrega than Bavel. Why? Because Ezra did not announce, he didn't force them to come up. What he did was, he separated them in Bavel, and then they just came up with everybody else. So Bavel was clean, Eretz Yisrael was semi-clean, and everywhere else was Suffolk. Klape, Eretz Yisrael, everywhere else considered Suffolk. We're going to see later, you can still marry a regular woman from a regular place, but Akaponim in Hilchas Yichos, Eretz Yisrael was considered greater than everywhere else, and Bavel was considered the peak. But but if Ezra took a gun and forced them to come up to Eretz Yisrael, why is Eretz Yisrael considered a suffolk, even though he brought up the psulim, but once he comes with his uh, uh, army and he makes everybody come up, so everybody knows who's apostle. There's no sfekis in Eretz Yisrael. If he forced them to come up, there shouldn't have been a suffolk. So the Chayar Eretz Yisrael should not be a suffolk. It should be the same status as Babel, even though they live there, but everybody knows who they are. So they might know. 
And during their generation, everybody knew who they were. Once the next generation came, everybody forgot who's who. And a male, that's why it's a It's considered a suffix, clape bubble. It's not as bad as the rest of the world, but it's considered a suffix, clape bubble. According to the Shita, that Ezra did not force them to come up, they came up on their own. This is what the Pasuk means. The very interesting concept. Ezra's describing what he did. He gathered everybody together to the river. We camped by the river. This was on the way up. We camped by the river for three days. I looked around in the nation. I found Kayanim. Ezra said there were no Levim. They came up from Bavel. For some reason, the Levim did not come up from Bavel. So, if you say that Ezra did not force the Psulim to come up, so it makes sense. There were no Levim. Ezra wasn't getting involved. Who came up? He came up. Whoever wanted to come can come. So, Mela, Levim happened to have not come. Psulim did come. But but if Ezra got actively involved and he forced the Psulim to come up, so Ezra should have made sure that Levim came up too. Ezra wanted to make sure that everything was Mesodah by Klai. He was a leader in Klai. So just like he forced the Psulim to come up, he should have forced Levim to come up because you got to have a Levi and to make things operate normally. So why didn't Ezra force the Levim to come up? So they went up. Even though Ezra was careful to make sure the Psulim came up because he didn't want to leave them in, in Bavel, but once he hit Ksherim, Levim, he wasn't making sure that there were Levim. I guess he was assuming that they would come up. But Lamaisa, they didn't come up. And Lamaisa, they got punished because of it. Along Lamaisa. But did Ezra force the Psulim to come up? Or did they just come up on their own because Ezra separated them from the rest of Klai Yisrael. Kayanim Leviim Yisraeli. How do you know Kayanim and Leviim came up? Minol and Desliku. How do you know Kayanim and Leviim and Yisraelim came up? Now, even though we said Leviim didn't really come up, but I guess some Leviim came up. The pasuk describes that everybody settled, and it says Kayanim Leviim Yisraelim and Shayarim are two kinds of Leviim. One sings. And one does the gates. These were two jobs that the Levian did. Yehuda, you took one already? Which one do you want to do? You didn't decide yet. You think about it. We'll, we'll split it. You'll take one, I'll take the other. Huh? Well, so you have to have to have a voice. So you dive in hollow. So you go to here they're gonna make you sing. But see it's gonna say, over there they're gonna make you sing. But anyway, the Mishayarim and the Shayarim, they all came up together with the Kayanim. So that's how you know the Kayan Levi and Yisrael came up. Chaloli, Geirim and Charurim. How do you know Chalolim and Geirim and Charurim came up? Chalolim and on. How do you know a Chalol? Chalol is a person that was born from a marriage of Kahuna that is not proper. The child is considered a Chalol. How do you know he came up? Titania. Very interesting did. Rabbi Yaisi says Chazaka is very powerful. Why? And this is the story describing when they came up from Bavel. From the children of the Kayanim, B'nei Chaviyah, B'nei HaKaitz, B'nei Barzilai, Ashalokach, B'nei Barzilai HaGeladi Isha. This Mishpacha that married into the family of Barzilai HaGeladi, Vayikra Al-Shmam, they were called B'nei Barzilai. Eila Bikshuk Savam HaMesiachsim, they looked for their Ksav Yichos, a Kayan has to prove that he's a kosher a Kayan. The lightning, so they were not able to find a Ksav Yichas to prove that they were a Kayanim. They were removed 
from Kuna. This is all what the Pasuk describes these individuals lost the ability to be Kayanim in the second base of Mikdash. Vayoymer Heter Shasa Lahem. Heter Shasa is the name of Nechemya. Nechemya was the other leader at that time. And the reason why it was called Heter Shasa is because he worked for the Melech. And the Melech, when you worked for the king, they wanted to make sure that you didn't poison the king. So they used to make sure that you ate from the food before you give it to the king. So he used to give wine to the king, and then they would make him drink from the wine. But you know how to drink wine of a guy? So Mela sat there for Nehemiah to be able to drink wine in order to, because he had a job at a king, and that's why it was called Heter Shasa. They were matter him to drink wine. And it obviously it was very important to shtel that effect, that no one should be mekel in Yayin Esach, and therefore he called him, we call him Heter Shasa. The pastor calls him Heter Shasa. So Nehemiah told these individuals, since we don't know if you're a Kayin, you're now allowed to eat Kaydish HaKadoshim, until the Kayin comes back with the Urim Vitumim, which means until we clarify and know, until Mashiach comes basically, because there was no Urim Vitumim in the second base of Mikdash. So till Mashiach comes, we're not going to know what your status is, and therefore you cannot eat Kachim. But listen to what he told them. You retain your Chazaka. What did these Kayanim eat when they lived in Bavel? They ate what's called Kachyagvul. Kachyagvul is Truma. The reason why it's called Kachyagvul is because it doesn't have to be eaten in Yushalayim. It can be eaten anywhere. So the Kayanim that lived in Bavel ate Truma when they were in Bavel. When they came to Israel, they couldn't prove their status anymore. So Nechemia told them, just like in Bavel, you ate Truma, Av Kanami Now also, you can eat Truma. So this is Rabbi Yaisi's proof that Chazak is very powerful, because even though they didn't know who these people were, but since they ate Truma in Bavel, he allowed them to continue in Eretz Yisrael. Period. How could he allow them to eat Truma? According to the sheet that says, if you see a guy eating Truma, you're allowed to assume he's a Kayan, and he's allowed to marry people that are Kasher Lakayan. If you can allow them to eat Shuma, people are going to think they're regular Kayanim. They're going to marry into the family like a regular Kayanim, but we don't know if they're real Kayanim. So how could he allow them to eat Shuma? Over there, everybody knew that there was an issue here because everybody knew they couldn't eat Kachim. They could only eat Shuma. So Mela is such a guy, no one's going to make into a regular Kasher or Kayan. And therefore, we see from here... Chazaka is very powerful because they, even though they couldn't do Avaidah or eat anything in the base of Mikdash, but since they ate Shuma in Bavel, we continue to allow them to eat Shuma in Eretz Yisrael. It's a very powerful Chazaka. Now, why is that such a Chazaka? If we're not allowing them to get married, so what exactly is the power of the Chazaka? What's the, what's the great Chazaka that Nehemiah allowed them to do? When they lived in Bavel, they were only allowed to eat Shuma Dirabanan. In Bavel, it's only Midirabanan Dikat Shuma. When they came to Eretz Yisrael, they ate Shuma's Dereisa. It's much more Chamer. But Nehemiah still told them, since you ate Shuma in Bavel, we will allow you to continue eating Shuma Dereisa in Eretz Yisrael. This is the one. So let's get clear what we're holding up here. We're trying to prove that there were Chalolim that came up. The proof is because these fellows came up. They couldn't prove that they were Karnim. So basically, they were, in all practical purposes, they had a din of a chalol. We, wouldn't, we didn't know what their status was. We did not allow their daughters to marry a Kayan. But they were allowed to eat Shuma, even though they only ate Shuma their Abonin in Bavel. They ate Shuma their Isa in Eretz Yisrael. This is the first shot in the Gemara. 
Really, even in Eretz Yisrael, they were only allowed to eat Shuma de Rabbanah. Nehemiah did not allow them to eat Shuma de Raisa. I maybe they'll marry a maybe they'll marry into a kayan. This din that if you see a guy eating chuma, you assume he's a kosher a fellow. That is only midiraisa. That's only if it's chuma deraisa. Midirabana But if it's only chuma deraisa, we do not bring you liyachsin. So therefore, Nechemia was not afraid that these kainim will end up marrying a kain because they were only eating chuma deraisa. They were not eating chuma deraisa. So why is the chazaka so powerful? We're saying chazaka is so powerful. It's not so powerful. They ate Shuma de Abad in Babel. They're eating Shuma de Abad in Eretz Yisrael. What's the grace of chazaka? To me, Kaya, like a Mishim Shuma de Aisa. In Babel, there's no Shuma de Aisa. So we can allow them to eat Shuma de Abad. We allow them to eat Shuma de Abad. But now, Lebesaif, once they came up to Eretz Yisrael, even though we should have a chashash, that they might come to eat Shuma de Raisa. Still, they were allowed to eat Shuma de Rabbanan, and we were not afraid that they're going to come eat Shuma de Raisa. So, according to this, Tarot, so someone's going to ask you on a test, what were these Kayanim allowed to eat? According to the first Tarot, they were allowed to eat Shuma de Raisa. According to the second Tarot, they're only allowed to eat Shuma de Rabbanan. That they would eat Shuma de Aisa? I guess Kayanim's reason, ma'am, you know that. Kayanim's Azaris. Who are the first people here in the morning? Zev and Abaron. Those are the Kayanim are his reason. Right? The Kayanim are his reason. What about the other Kayanim that are not here? I don't know. Huh? And Yaakov and Sian's also. He's a Kayan? Yaakov and Sian's a Kayan? I don't know. We'll have to see. But Akaponim, the Kayanim are his reason. Very good. And as Abelio mentions, What's more chashev, Rabbi Yitzchak Zev, to serve in the Kaddish HaKadashim or to come learn Torah in the morning? Yikarahim Ipnidim. To learn Torah in the morning is more chashev than we're serving in the Beis HaMikdash. But I can't say that I'm not jealous that your Bez HaShem going to be Zeicha to serve in the Beis HaMikdash. Zayit Yimar, Fayit Yimar Vaksev, Vayemir HaToshas Alahem, Asher LaYoychlum Yikadish HaKadashim. It sounds like they only can't eat it sounds like you only can't eat kachim. But it sounds like shuma they can eat. You're telling me they can't eat shuma deraisa. The pasuk sounds like they're only now to eat kachim. But shuma deraisa, it sounds like they could eat. Tell me now, this is what it means. According to this tarets, when the pasuk says you can't eat kachim, it's talking about two different things. You can't eat what's called Kaidesh, which is Truma, we'll see in a second. And you can't eat what's called Kachim. He did not allow them to eat Truma Deraisa. He did not allow them to eat Kachim. And the Gemara explains. Why me did they create Kaidesh? Truma could be called Kaidesh. And therefore, Yenachemya asked them to eat Truma Deraisa. They could eat Truma Deraisa. They cannot eat Truma Deraisa. And they also can't eat Kachim. If a Bas Kayan marries a regular Zar, he betrumas hakadoshim loisaychal. The Pasik says she's not allowed to eat trumas hakadoshim. What does it mean she's not allowed to eat trumas hakadoshim? The Pasik is coming to say that a Bas Kayan that married a Israel and then the husband died and she came back to her father a Kayan, she cannot eat 
Mura Minakachim, which is Bez Hashem today, when Abi Cheskel brings his carbon shlamim, and Ab Aaron is Makriv, the carbon shlamim, or Abi Slikzevlog, I'll split it, we'll figure out, we'll split the Abaydis. So then, Yechezkel is Mechoyev to give what's called a Chazav Ishaik, to give a part of the animal to Reb Aaron and Abi Slikzev, and they're allowed to give it to their family, to their sons, their daughters, everybody in their family. But if Abbas Kayan married a Yisraelis, a Yisrael, I'm sorry, Yisrael, and then the husband died, and she came back to her father, the Kayan, she is now allowed to get a piece of this Chazav uh, Ishaik. So what do you see from this Pasuk? That Kadshim means any Kadshim. So let's get clear. Chalolim came up to Eretz Yisrael. How do you know? Because of these fellows that were not considered regular Kayanim. What were they allowed to eat? According to the first Territ of the Gemara, they were allowed to eat Truma de Aisa. According to the second Territ of the Gemara, they were only allowed to eat Truma de Rabbanan.